know all of the hard work it takes to get to where you are. When everyone else is partying, you can't drink. When everyone else is celebrating Thanksgiving, you're, you know, at your house dribbling the ball or rehearsing in your man socks. <laughs> and it's all about sacrifices, making choices, working hard. Welcome to Desire to Inspire podcast. I'm Jerome. I'm a youth mentor, entrepreneur, and I'm here to bring in my life and bring in my world, drop a lot of jewels and a lot of gems. And if you take 20% of what I say and apply it, you definitely make some change in your life. So I'm back recording this podcast and like, you know, reflect on the week, you know, um, you know, it's been good. It's been good, man. And, you know, just, just teaching myself and learning um, in the process of patience and acceptance is where I'm at, you know. And I don't know if anybody meditates, but um, I meditate um, most mornings before I do anything. Um, that's part of my morning routine. And in that, um, in the sessions, um, there's parts on the app in Headspace that talks about things you want to work on. So I've done patience, I've done acceptance and all that stuff. So now... I'm actually going through is like 10 sessions and each 10 sessions is about 15 minutes. And yeah, like I think I spoke about this before, but I'm going to say like accepting things that you don't like, moving on, pushing through. Like there's so many things that I can do to break that down. I'm not going to go into it, but yeah, that's what it's been for me. Like I, I feel like, you know, the last week it was like things didn't happen. Things did happen. And I was accepting what it is and it is what it is and then keep it moving. So and I was listening to some old stuff. Like I've been recording it since 20. And um, yeah, I love the stuff that I do. I love the fact that I can do it on my on my own, meaning that I can just record it, get it out, and it's done. I feel like getting guests is always a struggle, you know, because you're working on your um, priority. It doesn't meet their priority, right? And, you know, it will be amazing. So even just before I recorded this podcast, because of the topic I'm going to go into, I felt it was only right. Um, that I shout him out and, and say, you know, these are the people that I want to bring on, you know, and it's good. It's a close friend of mine, so it probably can happen, but I need to find an easier way uh, to make it happen. So, yeah, so basically, today I'm going to talk about depression, man, and, and, and depression is a real thing. Um, you know, negative thoughts is, 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 is normal, and um, understanding how to kind of, like, get free of depression, like, like this, and this is real, like, I feel like, this podcast, I want honestly to run through everything. And sometimes I might be too honest, but I feel like once you're honest, then you know um, you know what people are on and what they're saying. So for me, it's like male mental health is, is part of the whole thing this year. I feel like my barber seeded that in my head. You know, it's cutting my head. You know, I was asking him what his goals for, what he wants to achieve. And he said, look, right now this year is about male mental health. And I said to him, this needs an army of advocates because how many men feel like that? And I'll go into like the first topic of like, toxic masculinity going around right now. It's like the hot, I don't know if it's a hot topic, but I feel like people always want to know, is it healthy, is it unhealthy, this and that. Again, it's my own opinions. Like, for me, like, they say that men can't cry or they say men should show more emotion. And then it's like, is that, you know what I mean? Are we making men too feminine? Are we making people not deal with problems? Are we, you know, so this is the thing. It's like, in this society today, the gender lines are blurred. Women are acting like men. Men are acting like women. You know, this is the, I don't know the real statistics, but this might be the, the day and age where there's not a lot of people in long-term relationships. We're talking about 10 plus, not five years. Five years ain't long. So for me, I'm looking at it like, yes, we'll go through stuff and we all get depressed, right? And we all feel sad, right? We, all, we, we get to places where we feel like no one cares. This is real. So 
how do you get out of your depression? What do you do? What do you do? Like, for me, talking to people is great. I feel like you could talk to someone, but again, they love you and they care about you, but they're not a professional to deal with things, right? And most of the time, subconsciously, you might be thinking, oh, this person's only really doing it um, because they heard uh, the news or, you know, or not even heard the news, but like, you know, heard that you're feeling depressed or you put a post out that you feel depressed and they're just coming to your aid because they hear about it. And then you think, do they really care? You know, so, you know, it's, just, it's, it's tough. It's tough because I deal with it. I deal with depression. I definitely... I don't say I suffer from I don't say I suffer from no mental health, but I feel like right now it's about male mental health. And is it about opening up? Is it that this is the thing, like we don't know what the right thing is. We can't say, okay, this is the reason why the suicide in men is the highest. We don't know. Um, not feeling good enough, low self-esteem. This is things that I feel like again, I can only talk about what I've been through. So I think anyone can, that's going through something different, similar, they can probably shy it out. But I feel like not feeling accepted, that's a massive thing. I feel like, you know. People want to do well. People want to achieve, you know. And again, I'm not putting no one's name out there, but there was a young family member who was going through his depression. And sometimes it is a, let's be real, sometimes it is a conversation to open up, a, a certain conversation from a certain person. Um, and yeah, this young family member that I spoke to, um, he was just in his bed, like, just depressed and that. And he was saying, oh, my life, like, I don't understand, like, what I want to do. And I'm like, how does that get you depressed? Like, I can't believe it. But again, everyone has different levels of depression. What depresses you might not depress someone else. So obviously, it was it was a conversation because obviously his mom was getting worried and it was like, something needs to happen, right? And anytime you look at suicide, suicide is the end point, right? Suicide means that I'm better off dead because I can't deal with whatever I'm dealing with and I can't express my, whatever it is, expression, it's expression. So people say it's like toxic masculinity, like, because people aren't expressing, men aren't expressing themselves it depends on what kind of man you are and how you grew. I feel like for me personally, my dad's an open book. So I've learned how to kind of be vulnerable for my dad probably because he doesn't hide nothing. He's just him. He's my dad. So he, like that's me personally. And I, obviously that's in my personality, my dad. So um, I have no way of feeling the way. I don't care about judging. I don't care about nothing. <laughs> so I feel like who knows you better than you? Self-awareness, right? So anyway, going back to like this family member, like I remember speaking to him and like, you know, just really going down to the root. And one thing he did say that stuck with me, we had a long, it was like almost an hour plus conversation in his kitchen. And he was saying that, I just want someone to listen to me. I don't want someone to think positive or give me orders or listen to me, what I need to do. And it's like, yeah, man, like that's real, you know? And I feel like, they say there's a, not say a stigma, but there's a light on black men um, with their mental health. And um, it's difficult because I feel like mental health is so broad. You can go to so many different areas and I can only speak about my experience and what I've seen and people I've spoken to. And um, yeah, it's a real thing. Um, it's a real thing. I feel like men don't want to be perceived a certain way because men have more pressure in society to achieve, to do more, to be more. This is just what I feel. And um, yeah, man, you can, you can, for me, I don't really cry until like it's a death because obviously that's pain, um, you know, Obviously, if you're for me, if you're crying over things happening, then as a man, I don't know, like you should address that because that's something you need to address. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, man, that's 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 that part of it. That's just that's just that part of it. Being too vulnerable, they say, oh, don't be too vulnerable, or don't be vulnerable. You know what I mean, like again, no one is a robot to life. Um, and I really, that's what I'm saying. Like, I really want to get this guest on because I think he will have a more um, different view on it than me. 
Um, so basically, I'm going to talk about you because I feel like he's going to come on one day and I, I commend him for what he's doing. He's a person who, I don't want to say his name, but I want to just explain his story. He went to the army, right? And he, you know, obviously a lot of people that go through the army get traumatized, you get PTSD. Um, it's, it's real, it's real, you know, and some people have mental scars and that's more painful sometimes than the physical scars. So, you know, he came out and, you know, you could tell it damaged him. You could tell, and he came out with, with this thing called uh, Alone Anymore and it was targeted towards men and the mental health and dealing with mental health as men. And, you know, I feel like it's, it's, it's a massive thing that men need to talk about. Men need to unify in and understand. Because even me, I'm on the journey. Like, I don't really understand. Like I said, I don't even understand the, the term toxic masculinity. I kind of understand it, but I don't. But yeah, man, it's real. And your moods, all I can say is your moods can be a slave. Like your, you, Or you can be a master. It can be one or the other. I feel like it depends on what mood you're in. You could be like, you know, in a bad mood, so I'm going to just be in a bad mood. Or you can be like, I'm in a bad mood, I'm going to change. Like, if you're going through depression and you have the same negative thought again and again about yourself, about you, about anything that's causing you to feel this way, my, my experience is, from when I deal with my depression, is don't sit on it. Because all you're going to do is dig a deeper hole and keep going down this negative thought of whatever you're thinking about. It could be about yourself. You might be thinking low self... Like I said, for me, my observation is low self-esteem and low confidence in just anything in general. So... What you do, you believe what you tell yourself most of the time. So, like, you know, if you're going over and over again in your head that you're not good enough or you can't do this or this and that, you're putting yourself down. You're your biggest bully, right? I think I've said this before, like, on another podcast, like, so for me, when I was having a negative thought, negative thought about something, I would do, our action is the best thing, right? And you might, you know, it's like you're fighting it for action. So I think the worst thing you can do is be in your bed. Your bed is like the, the worst safe haven for your problems because it doesn't really do nothing. All it does is, um, make your thoughts bigger. I would say get active because I feel like if you just sit down, you're just really giving the, the power of the thought more power. You know, you're giving the power. So I feel like, you know, get out there, go to the gym, exercise, run. Um, talking to people isn't always great, but sometimes it does help um, talking to people um, and getting advice from people. Um you know, and again, just being honest, being honest with yourself, that's a big thing. And um, yeah, I wouldn't say there's no, there is no cure for depression. There isn't. How do you, how do you like, like stress? What do you do? How do you do? How do you cope with stress? What's, what's the best coping mechanisms for stress? We don't know, right? <laughs> but for me, you know, I feel like everything I do is connected to battling with depression, right? Which means... I go to the gym. I make things positive as well. I flip it. So I have two choices. I always look at it as like, either I sit there on the fort and think negative, 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 and think negative, or I counteract that by saying, I'm going to do something about it for reaction. So I'm going to keep active. The thoughts are always going to be there, but you're keeping active. You're making you feel good. Your energy is going to be more uplifted. So again, meditation is part of it. Analyzing my thoughts, understanding myself and my thoughts, um, going to the gym, exercising, running in the morning. Um, all of these things does, it kind of helps, you know, it helps me really like, um, and, and again, it's, it's, it's sometimes it's just imbalance. Sometimes you've got to find out what your imbalance is and why your, why it's the why. I feel like reason why there's continuous depression is people don't know the root cause. People don't know themselves. People don't understanding what they're thinking. They're not sitting there thinking, why am I thinking like that? Why is this consistent thought keep coming in my head all the time? So for me, I'm never going to talk about too much about myself, but the things I do, 
the things I experience, I will because I know they're all human. We all go through ups and downs. And um, it's cool to speak. I just think it's cool to speak about it, man. <laughs> like, it's not about bottling it up. Obviously, like, if someone asks you how you are and genuinely ain't good, you don't want to open that up. You just want to keep it private, right? But this, whatever it is, if you bottle anything up for a long period of time, it's like a bottle of Coke and you shake it for the ages. It will just burst. It could burst into a, a suicide. It can burst into an outburst. It can burst into a breakdown. You know, this, these things aren't good. So there's so many things on the path to that that you could stop yourself by, you know, not, um, you know, getting depressed. So you need to find, for me, healthy alternatives that are coping mechanisms for your depression. So I've already wheeled off a few things that are active, things that you can do to keep fit mentally and physically and spiritually too. I feel like it's, it's, it's a freeway thing. You can you not have one without the other. So you need to have a kind of an all-rounded um and just, I just think, yeah, man, I think having people you can speak to that's experiencing what you're experiencing is massive. Again, I go through another family member. She drinks, what she used to drink. And she said she learned more from people in the group than she ever did with people that she spoke to, like her family and friends. And people, like I said, people generally care, they want to help, but they can't actually really get you there. It's your work, right? I think everyone has the job of making yourself happy and, you know, with that stuff. But if you don't meet people that are experiencing it, sometimes there's not as real and authentic um, advice or, you know, sympathy you might be getting or whatever you call it. But, you know, she said anyway, when she was in the meetings, it was like people got her, people had the story. She really saw people at her lowest. She saw different stories. She built relationships with people. So, you know, that's another thing as well. Like men need to come together and talk about what they're going through. If you don't want to talk to your girl for whatever reason, you don't have to, um, you know, but I definitely know there's a, there's there's a this year man male mental health man for me I'm a male so I'm definitely will be standing next to any advocates that go through stuff and you know suicide is never the answer I'll be real and you know we need to learn how to love ourselves we learn how to, we need to learn how to be free from judgment um you know we need to learn how to um understand that life is short let's be real like life is short and I'm gonna put a line that I put on my WhatsApp like a couple of days ago and um, I'm going to just share it with you guys because I think that this is potent to the stuff that I'm talking about today and moving forward, this is something that a lot of people should really take heed on. So let me read it now and um, you lot will understand. So where is the post? There we go. So somebody is in a hospital right now begging God for opportunity you have don't dare you sit in your bed depressed. Count your blessings and shake it off. So obviously that's easier said than done. But for me, I think I'm thankful for life, thankful for life every single day. I just had to lay a good friend of mine to rest last week. I've had more, ex, let's say experiences in the funerals, but I've, been for, I've had more deaths in my life in the last two years than I've had in the last, in my whole life, you know, and it's, it's sad and, you know, my whole driver of life is to just live life to the fullest. So, like I said, like, who cares about embarrassment, guilt, shame? Like, I think that's the one thing I feel like holds a lot of people back is how they're perceived by other people. People don't want to be seen as weak. People don't want to be seen, like, too vulnerable or too 
whatever it is. And I'm not saying that everyone needs to go and sit down and speak to a therapist or speak to people. I'm plugging my book right now, why conversations matter. Because conversations is a mat. Like, trust me, I know because I've been through it. Conversations are a massive thing. Just having someone you can open up to, massive, you know, massive. And some people, again, it's about listening, not asking too many questions. And this is the thing that I've learned in, in, in talking to the youth therapeutically. Sometimes I, I have therapeutic conversations with people and they're opening up. I'm like that anyway. I feel like I'm a good conversationist because I can get to the meeting. But I can meet you and you can open up to me and you might say, you're the first person I told that to or da 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 And I'm like, I just made someone feel that comfortable and I'm like that. So maybe that rubs off on people. Um, I, again, again, being a prisoner of stuff, like I, I don't care about judgment. I don't care about, you know, end of the day, you got to think about yourself and what's good for you because a lot of people are living for other people they're buying things to impress people they don't like and they can't afford you know and um yeah man the world the world is yours you know and I want to leave it on a positive note you know because I feel like it's a touchy subject and it's so broad I'm not a mental, mental health expert um but I definitely know I'm a person who suffers from depression and I suffer from um you know negative thinking and feeling low I've been through that that's real right so on a on a bright note, you know, life is is precious and it's short and you know, we've only got twenty four hours in a day. And I think the beauty of life every day is you don't have to pass the problems and the issues to the next. You don't have to really. Like you can just say, Look, it's twelve o'clock now, it's a new day, let's go. Let's think different. Every week you can say, Look, oh yeah, there's another Sunday. How many Sundays are you gonna have a year? Loads, right? So you can say, Look, this Sunday is gone. I reflect, let's go. How can I learn from it? That's why I love what? I do because what I do is documenting and written down. I write down everything I do in the day. I plan the week. I plan, um, you know, everything I'm doing. And I reflect, like today, um, I'm, I'm reflecting on the last seven days and I'm looking at what I could have done wrong. I look at myself as well, not just things I haven't achieved. I look, at, oh, do I need little breaks? Do I need to focus on one thing at a time? Do I need more work-life balance do I need do I need these do you know what I mean so I question not question myself but I feel like I always have to change things that I'm doing and and, and because if things aren't working you need to figure out a way that it will work for you um and again if you can't reflect you can't really understand so yeah man I think everything happens for a reason you need to love your life you need to love yourself love is the biggest energy and we can love a job we can love a person but the main thing you should love, number one, is yourself. You should love your own company. You should love, um, yeah, yourself. You should love your self-image. Um, you know, for me, man, like, you know, sometimes you look at vanity, right? And, you know, people are so, this is a vanity society, I feel like. Because you go on Instagram, it's just literally about me, 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 me. People are taking pictures and, and videos of themselves consistently. And, um, but, you know, it's good. Because, you know, again, it does big people's self-esteem up. And it gives people confidence. And again, I think I said this before in another podcast, like confidence is something you've got to build. You can't, you don't just have it. I believe in that. And I'm going through it right now is that I'm only confident in things that I know I'm good at. So I'm really pushing the boat and going out my comfort zone. And every month I'm learning something new. I'm trying to change things that I haven't done before. I want to be uncomfortable when I do things. I want to be comfortable with being uncomfortable like um, even right now, man, I'm learning to drive at 33, you know, and I used to always 
beat myself up like oh I should have this by then and I haven't got it by you know you know look at other people again and be like well he had this then and I had that and start comparing no don't compare because it doesn't do any good don't compare yourself to no one so once I went through that process I said you know what this is the time I'm meant to do it I'm going to do it I'm going to just put the work in because I know it's going to be difficult so that's one thing I'm going through right now that I know I'm not, I'm not confident in it but I'm learning I'm growing and I'm doing what I need to be doing so yeah that's just one thing man but you know Every month I decided to, part of my growing process is to learn something new every month. Um, you know, listen to a new audio book every month slash two months, depending on how long the book is. Um, you know, and upgrade everything I'm doing. Because obviously if I keep doing the same thing all the time, I get stagnant, I get bored. And this is something I can change. Like certain things you can't change that I just keep going and going and going. But certain things like my gym routine, I can change that. I can start pulling bigger weights. I can start doing different things, which I am doing now. Um, and be more precise with the specific parts I'm working on. You know, it's very, very structured, my, my, my gym sessions, very structured. But again, I want to change it up every week. That's something new. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of thing that I'll be working towards, like really knowing that, um, you know, I just, I just love every minute, every second hour of my life. And I'm going to show that, you know, I'm going to show how brave I could be um, in, the, in, the, in that process of, of personal development. Um, and yeah, I want, everyone, I want everyone to listen to this and really understand that you don't have to sit in the... It's your choice. Choice is a big thing, right? So, you know, if you have responsibility and you say, you know what, I'm not going to be a victim. I'm not going to throw a pity party while I'm the only one in attendance. I'm not going to, you know, say things just to have sympathy from others, right? And again, this is stuff, all the stuff I've done or experienced. I'm going to change. I'm going to change, yeah? Because if you don't change, nothing changes. You can go for the same cycle and you're your worst enemy. You're on top of that cycle. You're the controller of the will. So stop the will, create something else, and just love yourself. This is Jerome from Desire to Inspire Podcast.